Hi, I'm Hugh Sisson. And I'm Al Spohler. Welcome to Seller Notes. Hugh, our Jewish friends uh, have been celebrating and are going to continue to celebrate a number of occasions between now and the end of the year. And they're very fond of having some wine with their, their dinners, their seders, and, and things. And I've had the chance to do a tasting or two oh, over the last year of kosher wines. I was really surprised. It's, it's not what they used to be. No, not at all. It's, it's really interesting. Uh, the number of kosher wine producers has dramatically increased in the last 20 to 30 years. Uh, and they're coming from all over the world. It's an area where there must be significantly growing interest. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Jay Buchbaum, who is one of the leading proponents of kosher wine, stated that his company imported only three kosher wines in the late 80s, and they are now handling well over 80 producers. Good Lord. So, yeah. So, there's been an explosion of interest. And, and while some of this growth is from increased consumer interest in Israeli wines— only about 20% of all Israeli wines are kosher, by the way. Much of it is probably attributable to the increasing level of consumer sophistication in approaching wine in general. Uh, I tried several, but my interest was really piqued by some wines I would not have heretofore associated with the kosher designations. Mm -hmm. uh, and these are, which just shows how much I still have to learn. So um, from France, from the Bordeaux region, is a wine called uh, La Fille de Boucher, which is the daughter of the butcher. It's a 2019 vintage. This is the house wine for a famous uh, kosher restaurant in Paris by the same name. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty much exactly what you would expect. Deep color, medium bodied, classic Bordeaux notes of cherry and plum with a decent finish. And at twenty ninety nine, it's a fair value. So it was kind of nice. To, and there's, there's a history of kosher wines in, in Bordeaux. Oh, there sure is, uh, yes. But now it gets really interesting. A great surprise for me was the Raymond Cardova 2019 Rioja. Oh, wow. Yeah. This classic 100% Tempranillo wine was stunning. <laughs> Spicy forward nose of berry and black fruit with a lovely tobacco note. It was just wonderful the way that dropped in vine. So kind of mm -hmm. classic. Medium bodied, firm but integrated tannins and good length. Uh, also a pretty good value at twenty ninety nine. So uh, wow, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was pretty interesting. Um, and then last but not least, uh, this was the twenty twenty one O'Dwyer's Creek Sauvignon Blanc from the Marlborough area in New Zealand. O'Dwyer's. O'Dwyer's. Okay. <laughs> hey, look, I just drink them and talk about them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this was a Marlborough Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Um, this was really killer. Huh? Big gooseberry and lime zest aromatics, which is classic, with a note of pine needle or it was almost like a spruce character, which mm -hmm. I thought was really interesting. That's a little interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was juicy, vibrant, crisp, long finish, and a little note of orange peel just at the just at the tail end. Very of nice. Twenty ninety nine. Lordy. Yes. So if you are uh, if you're a kosher wine fan, these are some pretty good values. Um, some surprising and pleasant offerings in the category. I, I was a, I had a great deal of fun doing these. My wine of the week was a tough choice this time as I really like the Rioja, uh, but the O'Dwyer Sauvignon Blanc was terrific. And my nod goes to the Dwyer Sauvignon Blanc. You just couldn't go wrong with it. Like they used to say, you don't have to be Jewish to like Lenders Bagels. Well, right. The same thing applies to kosher wine these days. That's the truth. Really delicious. 
I'm Al Spoler. And I'm Hugh Sisson. You've been listening to Seller Notes, produced by Bob White for 88.1 WYPR, your NPR news station.